the Summer Skate Studios Behind the Mask Hockey Shops present College Hockey West Live. Behind the Mask's College Hockey West Live is brought to you by the NCHC and NCHC.tv. Subscribe to NCHC.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Kiss Your Ray's Barbecue for lunch or before the game. The best in barbecue, Las Vegas style at jessieraysbarbecue.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly with locations in Tempe and Pine Top. Order online at thespaghettishack.com. The University. Play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. Summer skates, whether our original red or black shower shoes. Show your game and style at summerskates.com. By the Caesars Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. And by College Hockey Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. College live from the Summer Skate Studios, presented by Behind the Mask. As a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network, here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right, welcome in, hockey fans, to another Sunday night edition of College Hockey West Live. Scott Strandy with you tonight from the beautiful Denny Sanford Premier Center in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Yes, I said it, folks. College hockey in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Off to a flying start, folks. I just witnessed the second win in a row. The second win in four games. Um, well, I was doing that and working. My, my co-host is always in the palatial estate out on Long Island, New York, Paul Hornstein. Paul, um, did you see any hockey this weekend? When you talk about uh, palatial estates, are you are you talking about <laughs> – does, does somebody else know you're talking about their house every weekend and then throwing my name on it? <laughs> I don't know. I think you got the deed to the place, so – I got nothing. anyway. <laughs> how are things out on island? Um, it, uh, you know it's another rainy weekend. Although today wasn't too bad. Um, well, uh, I had my share of rain. Yeah, um, I, I saw a few pictures. Yeah, <laughs> a few days, but uh, I did get a chance to uh, watch the icebreaker yesterday. Uh, you know, Friday right. was kind of a um, snafu oh, for just... me. Well, between, between uh, a nasty cold and um, trying to get my key fob to work in my vehicle. So, um, unfortunately, I missed the chance <laughs> to see uh, North Dakota and Army. Right. But I made a port last night because I saw North Dakota and Wisconsin and uh, saw an icebreaker uh, tournament champion crown. So, it's a great way to kick off the season. Then drove the, drove the 321 miles down here to Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And, boy, you want to talk about a place that's ready for college hockey? This place is ready for college hockey. Well, we know it's a hockey area. Um, they've done a, a great job over the years of supporting the various junior teams in the neighborhood. And, you know, it's, you know, we talk about having to have more teams in certain geographic reasons and regions. Um, there's a couple of places up there that could have teams too. 
And, you know, August 10th. Oh, took, here we go again. Here we go again. You're starting to push, aren't you? And August made the, the, the commitment. They got the commitment for the building. And, uh, you know, they, there's, they're, 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 they're uh, a little more Penn State than ASU in terms of how they're starting their program. But, you know, we don't care as long as they get it started. Well, I can tell you, their temporary home is not a bad place. No, it didn't uh, look asked, like it. I asked Coach Rayburn, uh I said, how do you like your temporary home? And he just said, this simply is home. He'll tell you himself in just a minute. But, um, so when I look at the whole landscape, Paul, and you and I right. talked about it this summer. We've talked about it for over a year or so now. A lot. Um, the, the landscape of college hockey and the parody that's coming um, – the need for more lockers. There's still a need for more lockers. Oh. The talent that you see out here is is just unbelievable. And when a startup program can play two weekends and and be at 500, oh my goodness. And we'll get into the rest of the teams in our coverage area here in a little bit. But since this one is so new and so fresh and, and really historic, um, let's start with that tonight again. Another. And I, I told Coach this. I said, uh, your team looks positionally solid. How do you do that? And he said, it's not me, it's the players. Um, that's a little bit of BS because uh, <laughs> the, the players play, the players do it, but they need to be put in positions to do it. And you know my feelings on Garrett Rayborn. He's one of the best. And uh, the people here in Sioux Falls are going to find out, are finding out in very short notice that they have a very special person, and I hope he's here for a long, long time. Well, that's it, right? You want to be, you want to see people put in place that are going to be there a long time, um, and, and and build things up. Because honestly, that's the best way to go about it. Now, obviously, you know, if you're there six or seven years, and I'm not going to count, you know, specifically for Augustana, because again, when you're a startup, you need that time just to build your program. Okay, I mean. There's a reason why ASU was the first, was the fastest startup, right? I mean, uh, because it was a, it was unusual, and they were the first independent in 30 years to make the tournament. So, um, you know, it takes time, and everybody wants to win, and everybody wants to win now, but that's not how you build a program from scratch. No, no, it certainly is not, and. Um... The thing, and you know, Mike Snee, when we had him on, I don't know how many times he's told us on air and told me off air that um, he, he just loves the fact that Augustana is the first NCAA college hockey team in South Dakota. Right. He can't stop saying that. He said it again this weekend during the icebreaker. So Mike knows the importance of it. We need more states now to, to join in on that. Um, where's California? Where's uh, Nevada? You know, where's Georgia? Where's Tennessee? Let's bring a few more on, and let's expand this horizon a little bit. Well, don't but leave out that being don't said, leave out Texas, by the way. Oh, oh yeah, okay. We'll we'll go to Texas too. They're pretty small, so I don't know if they can bring in any teams or not. Yeah, there's no there's anyway. no schools there. <laughs> anyway, um, just finished the press conference. Here's a, a listen to head coach Garrett Rayboyne and uh, goaltender Zach Rose. <sighs> Seemed to have fed off the energy. They just continued right in the first period, three goals. Uh, 
been through a lot with the multiple surgeries with uh, Bowling Green, and now he comes over to you guys. And this was a big weekend for him, I think, too mentally, right? He, he had a little extra, I don't know, what energy maybe against these guys? Yeah, and that's a position, though, that you see guys that go through adversity, if they come through it on the other side stronger, um, it works to their advantage. And, and we, you know, it's still early, but we've certainly liked uh, what Zach's done for us. Tremendous student, tremendous kid. Uh, he's built a foundation in the culture. He's someone you want with you. Uh, just excited to keep moving forward with him. First two weekends are complete now, and I thought, uh, I think you played, at least on, uh, on film until tonight, I thought you played very, very solid positionally all the way through. What's, what's the secret? How can you do that so quickly? Players. Uh, <laughs> players are committed to playing a team game. Um, and, and maybe it's by nature of uh, an expansion team or what we're doing here, but uh, these guys are, their team guys are committed to each other um, and, and that style of play. Uh, and, and we still got a lot of work to do, but um, we're proud of where they're at right now. What does it say about parity in college hockey that uh, you can start up like this and compete immediately and get two wins and do what you need to do? Parity is the size ever been. That's yeah. why it's a great time to break college hockey in South Dakota. <laughs> um, and, but again, we're four games in. So, um, you know, when you start a season, you want guys to get to enjoy moments like these and feel like the hard work they're putting in is going to lead to a result. Um, it builds trust, it builds belief. Um, and, and this week is just one step forward for us. Pretty comfortable in your temporary home? Huh. This is home, baby. Uh, and, and, and we can feel it because those, those fans that are going to be at Bingo, they came over to the Premier Center. Uh, we fed off the energy they provided. Uh, and they were having a heck of a time. Like, you see the videos that came on. They, they, they were rocking the joint. And, and our guys, uh, that's, why you, that's why you play college hockey. Second, quick, you know, tonight, just specifically, you had the glove early working. Um, you know, talk about sort of how comfortable you start feeling that first period. You know, you know three goals and the offense really needed some work with too. Yeah, I mean, it's not hard to feel comfortable when you're going to off the bat. Um, just trying to stay uh, even keeled with it and, and stick with it. But, I mean, when the boys play like that in front of me, there's not a lot of people like Coach, second period, they really seem like they, they kind of pressed you guys a little bit. Uh, what was your sort of what you guys regrouped going into the intermission coming out the third? We, we just got disconnected. Uh, what that means is we just, we, we like to, do everything together. And we had, you know, just for whatever reason, we had ice in the middle of the rink that was wide open. Um, and they were able to find it. Again, they're, they're, a, they're a competitive team that, that came out and wanted to play. They want, you know, back-to-back nights. Uh, they came here to get a win and it, it was split. Uh, so they leaned on us. That's sports. Uh, and the guys in between the second, when you're trying to get them to just relax and refocus, that's why you have a goal. Sometimes he's got to bail you out. Sometimes you got to bail him up. Um, and he did that tonight for us in a big way. Great night for him. And we've been seeing him just take steps, just baby steps. Um, and tonight you had you had to see it, like some of the things he can do. Brett Beerman uh, had a wrap around with him. He's a plus three on the night. Um, you know, talked about him cutting couple wiggles. <laughs> We don't need to get into that. But, uh, you know, I'm most proud of the game he played. Take the goals out of it. He just played the right way. Uh, and he was coming off a, 
welcome to college hockey weekend as a freshman at Wisconsin, uh, where he didn't find much time and space, uh, and he just was more committed to team game, uh, unselfish style of play kind of day, and then he gets rewarded. Uh, that now you know now you're thinking you're in issues. You, you gain confidence, you know. Now it makes sense why coach asks you to carry the puck and, and, to, and to put it low and, and to be committed to more of a ground game. Um, and there's nothing better than your first college goal. So excited for him. I, I, you know, you look at the numbers and it's 44-30 in shots on goal, but defensively you guys really limited the high-end chances. I mean, talk to me about the way the defense sort of shut them down on the back end. I think I thought we were, we were committed to protecting the house, as we call it. We had bodies back, trying to protect Zach, but we kind of let him off the hook and let him have far too much offensive zone time at moments. And then we're all talking about the second period here. Um, so, again, we're, we're so early on. There's the exciting part is there's so much growth ahead of us. Um, and, and we feel like these guys are meant to. Zach was a leg walk through that line. You couldn't wipe the smile on my face. I mean, it was, it was something special. And they all had good things to say too, which which helps. Coach, I mean, you get the week off here, two weeks here, so um, what, going into practice, I mean, what is sort of the focus to keep this in? We're we're here, we're here to work. This program is going to be built through our hard work. We've won two hockey games. That's great news. Bad news is we've only won two hockey games in the history of this program. Okay, Paul, you know why there's great communication teams at every university we go to? <clears throat> because they catch my errors. Well, I've been saying Rayboyne. <laughs> it's Raboyne. And the boys here just straightened me out. Okay. Um, I, got, I got a few bruises, but it's okay. I can handle it. The ego's strong. But, well, But it's Raboyne. So the next time I get a name wrong, which is in a few minutes, by the way, because you know how I've been trying to pronounce Levanovich. Livinovich, apparently. Yeah, there you go, Livinovich. Anyway, uh, you know that. So, uh, and you know what we with, with Ludwig, Ludwig, Pearson. Person. No, person. Person. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I can't keep it straight. So, thanks to the guys here at uh, at Augustana for correcting my error and so quickly. All That's right. That's good. Well, listen. You know, it's it's 
it's it's it's always fun to 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 see these teams get their first wins like as a program um you know when you you know i just kind of looked back at it um penn state got their first win pretty early in their first season their first d1 win against aic in their second game um asu got their first d1 win uh against the d1 team in their second game right uh st thomas went a few more games before they you know they broke through against ferris state in a home game um and here you know in lindenwood took about four or five games before they beat air force so um these are you know big time moments you know there will only only be one first win in program history right yeah that 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 can never go away first sweep in program history um first goal in program history i know they got shut out last week twice uh by wisconsin okay um you know and not that that was completely shocking considering uh whole you know they're starting but you know you, you get a goal from hunter bischoff on on friday night the first you know he will always be the first goal scorer in school history nothing scored again tonight, by the way now i get it but you can, that can never be taken away that can you never be taken away and and you know watching people celebrate these firsts is is a lot of fun yep totally agree with you um so when you look at the whole package now they got a couple weeks off and then they get to uh make a trip to denver and colorado college and um <laughs> it just doesn't get any easier and i don't think coach raboyne would uh want it any other way to be honest with you these guys are crazy paul they love competition just bring on the hardest competition you can find and let's see where the chips may fall well look i mean they're playing at home. Uh, they played at home this weekend, and they don't do that again for a long, long time. Their next home game is a is a is a home and home with uh, with Omaha. And yeah, then, Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, and, and then they don't play another home game till they open up the new building, I believe. So, um, well, maybe not. I mean, I guess they have two more. Two, three more games in the 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 premier center and you know so they you know like every other first year team they don't get a lot of home games no so, just ask the Lindenwood Lions yeah so <laughs> they're still um, not getting a lot of home games well yeah we well we know that but they've had the but beauty, the difference the is, here though is they have a conference and well they have conference a conference allows them to get home games right they have a conference but they also you know, had a year to prepare. So one of those years where they would be playing 95 road games and two home games kind of disappears. <laughs> They're because... playing 97 games in college hockey now, are they? Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> I know. Anyway, so. uh, you know what, what else, Paul, uh, geographically, and I know the way I struggle with pronunciations, you struggle with geography, but um, they're pretty close to a lot of NCAA teams. Okay. I don't struggle with geography. I just don't know it. Okay. Oh. I, know where, I know where the states are located. <laughs> good. Good. Have you figured out the I-29 corridor yet? No, because I don't <laughs> conceive of any situation where I'm ever driving it. So, 
Not until January, my friend. Not that until is January. never happening. I no. you, you can have all the surprises Spoiled. in the world, and that ain't happening. Spoiled is what I say. Absolutely spoiled. Whatever. Uh, okay. Let's go back and um, and revisit the weekend that those Lindenwood Lions said since they were our second um, most recent team. Is that correct? Do I have that right? To uh, join NCAA hockey? Well, last year was their first year, yeah. So Yeah. yeah. So that'd be, yeah. Okay. So the Lions traveled to Ohio State. Um, what did you expect, Paul, going into that? I didn't know what to expect, to be honest. You knew they would compete because, you know, they're, you knew they would compete. So uh, that's what I expected, and that's what you got. You know, they lost on Friday night, but that was 2-2 after first period, and then they uh, played to a 2-2 tie on, on Saturday. And, you know, I mean, that's not a shock that they were competed in those games and you know they're they're quote unquote you know they're at Ohio again more road games um oh, excuse me I didn't say the Ohio State I don't give a right. rat's butt about that I don't care <laughs> my 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 buddy who retired his son went to Ohio State and they can kiss my tuckus with the the obnoxiousness <laughs> stop it God. Uh, well, um, I so. asked the text back and forth with the coach Zombel after the game last night. I simply said, um, great effort, points on the road are valuable, as you know, keep building it. He replies 100% and thank you. And then I, uh, I just threw in some personal comments. I'll throw them out there. Um, by the way, I'm watching Johannes tonight at the Ralph and a lot to talk about last Who? year. What? Where? What? Yeah, you got it. About last year and, uh, doing his growth and he said as you know i spent a lot of time with him i said yeah i know that and believe me i tell everyone who asks and some that don't he said hunter's a commodity and i said yep big time and the stage is not too big he goes not for him and uh, probably the best compliment he could give him was he will bring the sioux identity back well he would uh, zombo the the rick would know he was there celebrating the third well he probably he wasn't there but we know what this is the 30th anniversary of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm by the take, way, I'm going to take some water right now. For getting uh, uh, inducted into the uh, UND Fighting Sioux Hall of Fame. Um, yeah. They did it. Um, imagine this, Paul. They did it on the weekend or on the night that they uh, played Wisconsin. Total coincidence, of course. Yeah. I mean, there was no energy at all involved in that. No. So no, anyway, like the said, Lions pick up their, they pick up their first point uh, versus a Big Ten opponent. Yep. Um, hello, Big Ten. Uh, you got some more points that you're going to lose <sighs> Stop. to that Stop. team Whatever. down the road. No, no, no. I'm not me. even going to get into that. Whatever. Trust me. They, they've got some guys that are going to play at the next level. Anyway. <laughs> not even gonna get so let's that. move a little farther west before we hit the break. Okay. Um, your Arizona State Sun Devils had a good weekend. Uh, they did. They had a good weekend. Um, I thought they played a much better game on Friday night than I expected them to. Uh, they started off kind of slow. I thought that Merrimack uh, was in charge the first 10 minutes of the game. 
and ASU slowly tilted the ice in the other direction. Um, and it was very, very solid defensively. Very, very solid. Uh, T.J. Semptonfelter with his shutout. And it's his sixth career shutout at ASU. Uh, I believe it's uh, sixth overall because I don't think he had one at uh, Northeastern. Um, but uh, they were very, very sound defensively. And by the way, Paul, he's creeping up on one Joey DeCord. What, in terms of wins or shutouts? Shutouts. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm, <laughs> you don't okay. care? No, 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 I do care. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, oh, no, I'm, I'm just, you know, I know we got a lot of crap to cover, so. Okay. All right, go ahead. Um, <laughs> you know, I thought that, uh, you know, that they were very solid defensively on, on, on Friday night in front of another packed house at Mullet. I thought that, uh, uh, you know, he, they cut down or they did not allow Merrimack a lot of really high-quality scoring chances on Friday night. Uh, TJ was very good can, uh, with the rebounds. The few that, uh, that, that, that Merrimack may have had a shot at. Uh, penalty kill was great. And if you notice on the overtime goal, what happened? They crashed the net. Yep. Threw the puck to the net, crashed the net. By the way, that happened a lot tonight here in Sioux Falls. Um, score goals, crash the net, shoot the puck, get it on net. I mean, all those little things were in play tonight in a 4-1 victory for yeah. the uh, Augustana Vikings. Yeah, I said it. Augustana Vikings, NCAA Hockey, two wins in a row, a sweep here. And by the way, the players figured it out in the uh, in the post game how to do that sweep thing with their sticks. So yeah, it was kind of cool. I got it on video. All right, I look forward <laughs> to that. Um, okay, so let's. On, on we, are you done with Arizona State yet? Or no? Oh, okay. I didn't think you were. Well, I, I mean, I you know, um, on 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 Saturday night again. Um. Merrimack controlled things early. Uh, as a matter of fact, you know, they actually scored the first goal of the game and ended the first period with a 2-1 to one lead. Um, and, you know, eventually ASU kind of slowly took it back. You know, another great night for the penalty kill. You know, they're, so far they're, they're, you know, they're perfect on the season. And really until the end, it was a complete and total frustrating night on the power play for Asia. And again, the coach is saying it after the game. So this is not me, you know, even though this is the same things I was telling you. <laughs> it's not you analyzing? I did throw the puck at the net, stop trying to be perfect, and let's go. Shoot the puck and let's go. The, the, the power play goal that they got from Lucas Sillinger was a greasy goal in front of the net to tie the game at the end of a, of a five-minute major. And at a five-minute major where it was just, I was ready to pull my hair out. <laughs> you, you need to move. And, and, and I, I can't imagine the coaches don't say this. They, I mean, they have to say it. 
You have to move the puck faster. These long passes from basically the top of the key, to use a basketball term, to the wing so that Copperwood can shoot from the, the faceoff dot. That takes too long. Way too long. You know, you know, Ovechkin can get away with it because, well, he's Ovechkin. Yeah, I get um, it. And, and the second power play goal, the one they got because uh, Merrimack took a too many men on the ice penalty, okay, which, you know, I'm sure the coach is, was beside himself. All right. They, they, uh, Tim Lovell drove the net, drew some guys to him, and a nice little 10 foot pass or so to, to, to Matthew Copperwood, who fired off a one timer. He didn't wait. He just, the puck never, never sat on a stick. That's how you score a power play. That's how you do it. That being right. said, two wins. Power play 101. Power play 101. You know, defensively, I thought they were very solid. Goaltending was. The usual solidness. Hey, I don't think. Well, let me tell you this: that sixteen-zero uh, exhibition rivalry game. By the way, um, that now that that was played this year, um, how much did that have to do with get them off to a two and zero start instead of a one and three start? I, I think it matters. I think guys. Oh, it matters a ton. It matters a ton. I think guys got you know got those. Even though they didn't play very, you know, even though Merrimack was the dominant team in the first ten minutes on Friday night, it's you, you're not, you're not just trying to fit. You're not first trying to figure out where guys are going to be in a game. Yeah, or who your teammates are in a game. Right. Um, but defense was solid. Uh, PK was solid. The third period power play was great. Eventually. All right. We get it. It was a sweep. Two wins There's over a ranked team. Over okay, over a ranked team. Uh, I'll check your rankings by the Not way. Not my rankings, there. but they were uh, ranked. <laughs> anyway, um, we got to move quickly because we've got more teams to cover and icebreaker to finish up with. So okay. we got to quick quickly jump back to Colorado and uh, Colorado College and what they're doing. Um, you laughed at me. You said, "Nah, way too early. Way too early." It is still early. too early. Yeah. Still too early for Chris Mayotte. Yeah, Paul, did early. you know, by the way, his uh, his team now leads in points or goals per game. Okay. They've, they've got six, oh, six, and a half, six and a half goals per game through the first yeah. two weekends. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I get that. It's way, It's the way Colorado too. College Tigers. <sighs> God, it's just embarrassing. You need to stop that. <laughs> Congratulations to those guys, by the way. They play without Noah Lobb on Friday night. Uh, they they give a seven three win. He comes back, gets two goals on Saturday night. They win six two. Uh, I tell you, schedule 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 in twenty twenty three twenty four. Oh listen, this I, schedule that they have is set up for them to be very impressive. Listen, I, I think not they're the teams, I, not the teams that they play. I'm talking about the order they play them in. Okay, but I I understand that and 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 I as well will tell you that that I expect them to be much better in terms of the regular season and finally getting it. And you're right, the schedule is set up for them to go into 
conference play uh, with a very good start. I, I'm sure that the fans are looking at it and saying, oh, we should be X and O going into Denver for that first rivalry weekend. But you know it's not that simple. Do not overlook anybody this no. year in college no. hockey. And, and, if, and this weekend showed that. Um, yeah. You know, I, I put together a 16 this week, and uh, I don't I just – I put it together to, to represent the chaos that was college hockey this weekend. I mean, I know we're going to talk about it tomorrow. Um, but, that we will. You know, I don't necessarily think that the 16 that I picked were necessarily the top 16, but it does represent what I saw as the chaos this weekend, so – Okay, well, I'll tell you two things quickly with Colorado College. Uh, Coach Mayotte told us, has told us for a couple of years, he wanted great goaltending, he wanted strong defense, and then he wanted to add offense. It's year three. He got a strong goaltender. He's got some really good uh, defensive players now. And uh, this year, he added the offensive firepower. And the offense takes the longest. You and I have talked about that. So once he gets these guys totally up to speed if they're already producing six and a half uh, points per or six and a half goals per game what are they going to be doing middle of the year end of the year when these guys start to play talk to me with talk to me if they get six and a half goals a a game uh, on november 3rd and 4th talk to me then don't don't give me six and a half goals now Hey, numbers are numbers, man. The numbers don't. Oh, lie. then the computer, must, then the computer are. must be telling the truth. We, we tomorrow night we get into <laughs> no, the pairwise too, right? We get into pairwise tomorrow. <laughs> no, the computer lies. I can guarantee you that. But, the, but that's the numbers. Don't no. tell me the numbers are the numbers. Artificial. And then back out. Artificial. The numbers I'm talking about, the ones that are produced on the ice. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I saw yeah, it tonight. Yeah, yeah whatever. Guess who yeah, won. whatever. It wasn't a computer ranking. The computer didn't play this game tonight. Okay. Anyway, uh, two other quick points. Uh, Caden Embarico, I thought was average. Sorry, sorry, Sponge. I didn't mean to uh, call you average, but I thought this weekend you were average. And you still got two pr- impressive wins, but there's a lot more in Caden Embarico than what we saw this weekend. Um, and then finally is uh, congratulations to Riley Stewart. You know how close I am to the Stewart family and um, what they've all been through, including his mom battling breast cancer now for a second time, and for Riley to do what he did and uh, and score his first goal in his first collegiate game. And you know the struggles he's had battling the NCAA, which, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so congratulations to Riley and the Stewart family, um, and, and just that. wish him all the success the rest of the way. Yep. Okay, um, I guess it might be time for a break, okay. and then we're going to come back, and we're going to jump into the two Alaskas and whoever else we got left. <laughs> we'll be right back. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or behindthemask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, 
And behind the mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. From the nation's best college hockey conference, access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack has three locations at 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, the ASU location at 922 East Apache Road, and 952 West White Mountain Road in Pine Top. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480 480- 687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegers. And they score on the lacrosse move! Before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. From the Summer Skate Studios, you're listening to ITHSW Podcasts College Hockey West Live. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans, to College Hockey West Live. Scott Strandy with you tonight. At the conclusion of a historic weekend, a Saturday-Sunday contest in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, where the Augustana Vikings um, got two wins, a sweep, in their uh, second and or third and fourth games of the season, of the historic season, the only season so far. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from that big, beautiful palatial estate. He gives me the sign that it's in a basement, but if it is, it is a palatial basement. Paul? Uh, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I would say let's go north to Alaska, but Alaska came south to the mainland. Right. Well, are they? Well, definitely. Uh, yes, they, yes, they came south, geography major. <laughs> they well, came to the Upper Peninsula. Right. Is that south of, well, is Fairbanks south of, no. or north of, of, of Houghton, Houghton, whatever the hell it is? Yes, yes. Is it? Way north, by the way. Okay, I don't know, we I'm asking. The, I would have. We got the entire state of, our country of Canada between the two. Well, because Anchorage <laughs> is, is more it is south. Not, it is not south of the peninsula. I'm going to get you a globe. It's not, it's not <laughs> south of some of the places, that you sure? You know, it's not, it's not called the Lower Peninsula. It's the Upper Peninsula. Yeah. Uh, nice, nice. But it's the southern shore of Lake Superior. Throw that one out at you. 
Okay. <laughs> anyway, let's start with the Fairbanks and Nanooks. Okay. Uh, That's your cue. It's my cue? Yep. Why? Okay. I've got look. Um, Fairbanks uh, going up to Michigan Tech. Uh, I was expecting the kinds of games that we got, at least the game on Saturday night, a 2-2 tie in overtime. Um, I definitely expected uh, – I didn't expect Fairbanks, honestly, to get four on Friday. But they, uh, they, they were the dominant team. I mean – are you trying to tell me that Blake Pietla is human? Well, that's the way it looked, right? Yeah, on Friday um, night, right? Friday night, that's the way it, it looked. Um, Michigan Tech was 0 for 5 on the power play. Harrison Israel's got a power play and a shorthanded goal. Uh, we knew that this team was still going to be pesky. We knew that this team was still going to scratch and claw because that's what they do. That's their personality under Eric Largan. Um. You know, you just, you know, they they were unfortunately uh, pushed out of a tournament bid last year um, because of upsets in conference tournaments. But again, you sit there and on Saturday night and you're like, okay, here's this is where it's going to happen. And Michigan Tech rebounded a little bit, but still, uh, I saw some of the highlights of that game, and it was it was exactly what you expected: the tight checking. A uh, close game that went to overtime. Uh, apparently, you can't play for Michigan Tech unless your last name is Pietela. Um, <laughs> but you know, um, another you know, you're on the road. You get a a, a win and an overtime game. I I I know they had a shootout, but that doesn't really mean anything in terms of the record. Um, a nice By rebound way, after. Is Logan Pietla any good at uh, shootout goals? Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Do that in a game, you know. That's fine. Whatever. Good for them. Great it was a great shot. Um, you know, Alaska the the Nanooks rebound very nicely from getting swept at home to open the season by the Pioneers, but that's not a shock because there'll be a lot of teams that get swept at home by the Pioneers. <laughs> yeah, good point. So. Um, Okay, uh, so that that shifts us just down Highway 2 uh, in the Upper Peninsula to the Alaska Anchorage Seawolves, who I told you are the scary team. Like a lot of teams in the NCAA this year, scary teams. I don't want to be the computer come uh, um, Holy Cross, time. baby. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, uh, so the Seawolves got a matchup with somebody. Who'd they get? Um, they got a split weekend on the road at Lake Superior, so uh, you know uh, a good, good job by them. You know, getting a split last weekend at home to open the season against Lowell, getting on the road and taking on Lake Superior at Lake Superior, um, getting uh, their lunch handed to them a little bit on Friday night with a five to one loss, coming back the next night. Um, and getting a nice 3-2 win. So, you know, you're sitting there and, um, you know, you, you sit there, you get a power play goal to tie the game before the end of the second period. Uh, uh, 
you know, uh, <clears throat> so I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, late in the first period, and then get a, a you know another goal uh, in the third period to take the lead, and you shut it down after that. I mean, they did get 40 shots on the Saturday night game against Lake Superior. So, um, and then, you know, the power play goal basically is the difference. And a good, I, 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 you always take splits on the road, so you're good. Yeah, no doubt about it. But when you don't have to take a split, you go to Omaha, and the Mavericks didn't take but a that split. That's a home game. Those were home games. <laughs> I know, I know. So I said, you go to Omaha, you don't take a split. You're playing at home. Playing at home, you want to win Mavericks those games. Well, um, Coach Cabinet told me at media day that uh, this is the way he wanted to start. Uh, he wanted to be tougher. The first part of the. Uh, the season especially in the non-conference so far so good well we're gonna find out right they're playing ohio state in a couple of weeks at home they got a nice long home stand uh ohio state in a couple of weeks followed by opening up conference play against western michigan uh and then a non-conference series against liu and heading up to denver for their first conference road series of the season so um, we're going to, I think we're in for a lot of chaos this year. <laughs> you love it. You're just waiting. You, you love chaos. We all know it. Um, I do. so on the <laughs> ice. We, yeah, I hear you. Um, well, I think you kind of enjoy it with the NCAA too, but that's another whole nother week. Well, that's, show. yeah, we, that's, so, that's, we'll, we can we'll do those that. shows. I mean, that's. That's kind of like me and the, uh, oh. and the rankings will just keep me away from the computer. Um, anyway, so Omaha gets a couple more wins. They just continue to do what they do. Um, now let's move down to Denver. Oh yeah, that's right. Denver had a couple oh, of, a couple of nights off as uh, they recovered from that Alaska oh, trip. You know, I don't know if you saw the guys, but they were up there with uh, some sled dogs in training. Ugh. Ugh. When you, when you leave the, the Williams and Sean Barron, sorry guys, oh. I don't want to throw you under the bus, but when you leave Holy those two smokes. with three sled dogs, Oh boy, it could be nothing Ugh. but trouble. <laughs> anyway, the Pioneers had the week off. That's why there's no Pioneer chatter directly tonight. Uh, how about that? That was a tonight. Was it okay? Yeah. Yeah. So so. Yeah. Okay. So that if if I've covered all my uh, all my bases, it leaves us with we? the uh, icebreaker championship right. uh, to discuss to conclude the show tonight, and. Um, let me just say this. The Ralph is the Ralph. As many years as what? that arena has been around, how in the world they keep it as immaculate as they what, are. And I'm watching what rink are you talking about? do exactly uh, the same thing. And, and then, by the way, the quietest cleaning crew I've ever been around in a rink. Uh, <laughs> an unbelievable job in making no noise. Um, <laughs> so at the Ralph, uh, that building Where? was immaculate again. And uh, that place was crazy. It didn't hurt that their football team knocked off NDSU earlier in the day. Oh, I saw some. I, I, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I saw the, the, the coach. Both games. <laughs> they were, uh, no, I say they were primed before the hockey game started, which didn't help uh, the, the Wisconsin cause. But Friday night, um, they, they started things off in the icebreaker with a win over Army. It was, I believe, as you put it, there was uh, Army just – this year is not in the class of North Dakota, and a few teams are, but yeah, that's just uh, they, they just they, yeah, battled, they just they battled once they lost a brick. Um, you know what I say, Paul? You can't build no, the Army without a brick. Oh, God, please, I'm begging you to stop. 
Baggy so anyway, once they lose Gavin, and hopefully it's not too too much of a serious injury, I haven't heard. Um, but once they lost him, it kind of de- deflated the sales, if you will. Now, I'm not going to say that was the difference in a win and a loss because I'm not that crazy. But um, North Dakota got it done. Um, Wisconsin no. won in overtime at Bemidji State for the uh, um, opportunity <clears throat> to play for the title, which is always nice for <laughs> Where, as Mike Sneed told us, it's always nice when the two teams win in different venues so that they can match up yeah, uh, to determine the winner. So Jason has you got the got the fun of presenting the trophy again. Um, I don't know if he did it again, but he got to do it in his alma mater. And right. Cool for Jason. Yeah. Shout out, Jason. I saw you. Thanks for the hello. Um, anyway, um, so UND, Wisconsin, battling for uh, an icebreaker. Um I think he saw classic Mike Hastings style. He knew he didn't have the horses, I believe. So he, he tried to play a style that just tempered what North Dakota was trying to do. Um, and for the most part, it worked. But unfortunately, when you got two goals and a great goaltender, um, it's hard to get that hard to get three goals. Well, that's it, right? Wisconsin just didn't score. Um, 0 for 4 on the power play. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna pull an upset, you need to get those. Those power play goals are extra uh, help. Uh, you know, both teams were combined 0 for 9 on the power play as, you know, both teams killed penalties pretty well, obviously, uh, if it's 0 for 9 for the game. Um, I, I, I don't know. I can't tell whether I, – I, I've never actually thought about whether power plays or penalty kills would be ahead – of the other early in the season, unlike baseball, where, where, where pitchers are usually ahead of the hitters. But. Look at no. you bringing basketball and baseball references into the show. Just You're just well, versatile. That's all you are. Just completely uh, well-rounded and versatile. That's true. <laughs> okay. Hard to argue so, so let me play a couple of clips here. Uh, this is Ludwig Person, as he now wants to be called the goaltender at North Dakota. Here we go. Uh, obviously, awesome to get a win. Um, we uh, worked extremely hard as a, as a unit, and, and we did it together tonight. So um, a lot of credit to the guys blocking shots and just battling all night. What's it like to you know win, a, I guess, a trophy on your uh, first week in here? I mean, the last few years, you've talked about it hasn't been easy you haven't had a taste of this what what is it like to to have that uh i mean obviously it's always fun to fun to win and, and a trophy makes it even better um just gotta enjoy it tonight and get back to work on monday uh your post helped you out a few times tonight uh just your thoughts on seeing some of the, the high risk shots that they had uh, i mean yeah you gotta be lucky sometimes um there's one of those nights tonight um Got to say thank you to the post uh, tonight. Um, but, yeah, I'm just happy we won. What was it like playing in a game like this, a, a rivalry game um, uh, with the sold-out building? Uh, I mean, atmosphere is obviously unique here. Um, just love every second of it. Um, games like this can't be any more fun. Um, so, yeah, I just enjoyed it a lot. Ludwig, you talk a little bit about your teammates. This is uh, your new guy. There's a lot of other new guys in the locker room. How's it all starting to gel together for you guys? 
uh, obviously a win like this is huge uh, as a group. You come together and, and do it together, which is which is key. Um, uh, we got some, some things to, to clean up, obviously. Um, not everything is perfect, but it's a process. It's early in the year. Uh, it's a long year, so but it's it's a lot of fun to, to start start a season like this. What does it feel like when a guy like Hunter Johannes takes a puck and scores shorthanded and gets things rolling right away? Yeah, obviously it's awesome. Uh, great guy too, and, and that's exactly what we need uh, in a building like this too. You, you can just kind of surf on that wave and, and keep going, and um, we uh, really got a lot of help from from the crowd tonight. Final one for me is the next one up is uh, Minnesota. You know the rivalry from the past. I'm sure people have told you about it. How important is uh, is a sweep next weekend right here at the Ralph? Obviously huge. Uh, I've heard a lot about the rivalry. Uh, as a goalie, just gotta kind of stay at the same same level and, and be present, but not get too high, not get too low. Uh, but obviously, I'm really excited to play play in a game like that. Okay, there's Ludwig Person. All your thoughts on uh, Ludwig's comments after uh, a win and an icebreaker championship? Well, I, we have seen in the past how good he can be. And I think when you get a fresh start, especially when you're used to being in a uh, on the short end of a lot of sticks, that uh, you can build up that confidence pretty quickly. Um, and you're playing in big-time rivalry games, uh, you know, you know they're not in the same league anymore, but uh, we know what the history is between these three schools, Wisconsin and North Dakota, and that other maroon and gold team playing North Dakota. We know, or have an, uh, I have an idea of the history. You know much more of it than I do. Um... And it's going to be heated, and it's going to be crazy, and you know, I'll get. I'll sure that I will try to keep my eye on some of it as uh, we go into the second week of the season, or the third, depending on how you want to look at. It. <laughs> anyway, um, here's a few comments from Bradbury um, following the game, and. Um, it's kind of lengthy, so we'll, we'll go as far as we can with it. Maybe we'll hear it all. Maybe we won't. To, to, to win a game against a team like that, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're excited about that. But obviously, you know, there's still some work to do. I was proud of our guys as the way they played a team game. You know, what, one of the things we talked about was not giving up uh, the grady opportunities and protecting our house. And I think, you know, they did get some chances. But at the end of the day, we had five guys in the house and, I thought we did a really good job of not giving those bang bang plays under the net and, and making them work for everything they get. You know, they hit a few posts as well as we did, but at the end of the day, uh, Ludwig Pearson uh, gave us a chance to win. And just what was your assessment of Ludwig's play tonight? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm watching from the bench and just, you know, you're just amazed on how calm and composed he is. You know, like he uh, he looks under control. Uh, you know, when the puck was lateral, it seems like he's he's beating the puck as far or tracking the puck and getting to a spot before the, uh, the shot gets there and you know he's dialed in you know I know Carl Gehring's done an amazing job with not only him but the other goaltenders here to be prepared and ready and uh and uh I'm glad he's in our net yeah you've seen him on the other side when he gets like this yeah for sure you know and, and you know what at the end of the game I think there was a little frustration too because I think he got bumped into a few times too you know and I think they're trying to you know rather rather get him off his game a little 
but uh, I thought he did a good job of being composed, and I thought our guys did a good job. And part of that, too, is our defensemen blocking shots, forwards and defensemen selling out, blocking shots, making sure that they get a piece of the puck before he even gets there. Uh, your thoughts on Reese's goal? I mean, usually we're used to seeing the snapshot, and this time it's a backhand, uh, a little bit different than... Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, he likes to keep the puck on his forehand. He's got such a great release. But, you know, having that, that play, too, you know, you talk about those great eight chances of trying to find that that open area uh, while a guy's on you, and then uh, and then to try to get a above goaltender, too, on a back end. That's high-end skill level that he has and, and strong hands. And uh, I was glad to see him get that goal, and you can tell he was fired up after he scored that. What are some things that he's uh, maybe improved on from last year that you've seen? Oh, expanded on. You know what? I think his pace a little bit, you know, as far as consistency on his pace. He's always a fast player, but consistently bringing it. Like, this was our first game of back-to-back, and I thought he did a really good job of continuing the pace and being strong. And I think the other thing that he's really uh, exponentially uh, uh, got better at is his leadership. He was always a good leader, but, man, his talking on the bench, you know, when, when things were kind of going a little bit sideways, uh, you know, they got some opportunities and sustaining some uh, zone time. You know, he calmed the bench down. You know, he, he's talking to the guys. And, you know, even to me, too, he's going, hey, you know what, at the end of the day, let's boom, boom, boom. Like, he's starting to talk like a coach a little bit, too, you know. So I think that's awesome uh, as far as his leadership. And, and that's something that, that just kind of keeps coming and growing. And, and uh, he's become a really good leader. What's it like just to get a taste of winning something early in the season? What's it like to get a taste of winning? You guys won the trophy tonight. What's it like to get a taste of winning something? Well, it is. You know what, I think the biggest thing, you know, when you have not only – uh, 14 new players, but also young players coming into your group that are first year in college hockey. You know, you win the first game, and I think sometimes you take it for granted and you think that it's going to be easy or it's going to be the same way the next night. It's not like that. In college hockey, it's even tougher to win that second game after you win the first one. Obviously, if you lose the first one, there's desperation. Is there desperation for the second game? And I thought our guys came out, got the lead. Um, did a good job. I, our execution was off just a little, I thought, whether it was 5-on-5 five five or power play of missing nets and, and doing. But those are things we can work on and we know we can get better at. Uh, I love their mentality of the game. And, you know, it was parents' weekend. Um, some guys didn't get to play. And, uh, and I feel bad for that. But I just told them in the locker room after, like, there's going to be opportunity for championship teams or teams that are going to contend at the end of the year. they got to be ready, and they're going to get their opportunity and make sure that they're ready to go. And uh, I just commend the guys that were in the lineup as well. Uh, What are your thoughts on the the day as a whole for the the school? You know, football team wins. Wisconsin's a big rival. NDSU a big rival. Just the the day as a whole. Kelly Green rules, right? (laughs) Kelly Green rules. um, You know, at the end of the day, uh, I'm so happy for that program. Um, you know, they've worked so hard, and, you know, I think a lot of times, um, you know, the school down south gets a little bit of notoriety. Well, now it's time, and uh, and, and uh, I love Bubba and what he brings to the table and his, and his whole group there. They work so hard. Uh, really proud of what they've done, and it wasn't even close. And, uh, you know, it's going to be uh, things of things to come here as far as uh, getting momentum for them and, and us as well. Brad, if you can, you your thoughts on Hunter Johannes and the style of game that he brings. And did you expect that out of him? Yeah, yeah, absolutely did. Because we watched a lot of him, um, you know, through his career, you know, at AIC, and then he goes to Lindenwood. He came into our building, and I thought he he played a great game against us last year, scored a goal against us. And uh, you know, that's another one you talk about Ludwig Pearson, but having another guy you wish was on your bench, and I'm glad he's on our bench as well. And he's a tough guy to play against. He's a big guy that skates extremely well. He's He's got really good hands, um, and, and he's a gamer. 
he, he wants to be out there every shift to make a difference, and, uh, and, he's, and he's a great guy. So I'm, I'm glad he's had success. And, you know, like I said, we've got a lot of really good folks on our team, and he's one of them. If you can also talk about Jake Ivanovich and what he's meant to your uh, to your squad, being a young kid and a smaller guy, but very skilled. Skilled and compete. Um, you know, I guess if you came here and you looked at not only him, but even Abram Weeb, it's tough to play college hockey as a freshman. It really is. Like, you're playing against teams like this, Wisconsin. Uh, it's hot, It's fast. Uh, there's no time and space. Uh, Jake Livinovich has done a really good job of, of making an impact right away. He's playing with Keaton Pearson, which I think helps a lot, you know, as far as an experienced guy that played at Michigan and, and helping him settle down and play his game. But, man, oh, man, the future looks bright. And hopefully we can keep him a long time here. Final one for me is uh, Minnesota coming to town next weekend. The, the old rivalry renewed, if you will. Your thoughts? And can you even start thinking about that yet? Uh, yeah, you know what? The page is going to be turned. I know for me, the page is turned already. For our players, it's probably going to be tomorrow. Uh, uh, our guys are going to enjoy uh, the win tonight, and then we're going to move on tomorrow and, uh, and go from there. But, you know, we just played a Big Ten team. That was a rival in Wisconsin. We're playing another one in Minnesota right now, and then it keeps getting tougher and tougher. And, and, uh, and our guys looking forward to it. And I think there's a respect there too, right? As much as you say, you know, you're battling and you're, you're going hard and competing, there is a mutual respect. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, we want to concentrate on how we have to win a couple of games. Kerry uh, Eats was given uh... Okay, Paul, you heard it from uh, <clears throat> Coach Brad Berry. I know we're running late already and my voice is about gone again. Yeah. Um, just quickly, uh, your thoughts on on he he mentioned it. We're going to talk about it tomorrow and Tuesday. It's a big rivalry weekend. Um, the old WCHA matchup. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I I I, I don't. Do we have confirmation on the guests this weekend? Because we'll have a lot of questions, or get the you know. I don't want you to. We don't, I, I believe I don't. we do. Uh, as close as we can come until they're actually on the show. Right. Pat McLeady will be with us, a former Gopher, now a radio voice. He'll be with us tomorrow. Right. And uh, the voice of North Dakota and Midco Sports, by right. the way. CBS. Alex Heinert. Yeah. Right. So we'll get both ends. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get both, both ends. Of you. Yeah. The only thing we should probably have is Kerry Eads and uh, maybe Rick Zombo. But eh, nah. we can go on and on and on. Let's go with those two Monday and Tuesday nights. Well, let's hope so. I mean,. We'll get a lot of, of, of stuff at a, at, at a pat because obviously he does uh, NCHC stuff, does Gopher stuff. And now uh, going to do some stuff right here in Sioux Falls, by the way. Yeah, so we're looking forward to that. And, um, you know, Pat's always a great a great guest. And we've had Alex on before, and he'll be great. And um, I like it when we have these, you know, these 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 guests on. And, and uh, you know, especially, you know, these guys that that have a lot of institutional knowledge because um and and i don't there there are very few that have more than pat no disrespect to alex but you know pat's just a little older well he's a player and a broadcaster so he's played it he's watched it he's called it so it's pretty hard to get much more than him well yeah i i know that i mean that's my point like i said but he's also a lot older or at least older than alex (laughs) <laughs> and he's he might be funnier too oh alex i put i put it out there what are you now. doing now stop that <laughs> alex don't pay any attention to him um but what yeah whatever i'm not trying alex to is gonna punch me when he sees me again he for that should one. he should <laughs> 
But first thing we're going to talk about with Pat is how he's doing, right? Because he had a kidney transplant yes. um, a few years ago now, and uh, yes. we just want to make sure he's healthy, number one. And then we'll talk hockey after that. But that's yeah. tomorrow night. And then uh, Alex Heiner on Tuesday night. Okay, right now it's time to say goodnight. So go ahead and take it away. Behind the masks, College Hockey West Live on the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network brought to you by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos Worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, Sierra Three Valley locations are BehindTheMask.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. For the NCHC and NCHC.TV, subscribe to NCHC.TV and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Tag Creative Group, search T Grand Rudd on Redbubble.com and let us help you design that one-of-a-kind gift for you or someone special. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. The Caesar Sportsbook app. Download the app where available, but please play responsibly. FedEx. Simplify your business shipping with FedEx, the official package delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. And by Liberty University, over 700 programs of study to help you impact your community on and off the ice. Strengthen your faith at our state-of-the-art campus. See us at liberty.edu. College Hockey West Live presented by Behind the Mask is live every week on the Podbean app and available along with all of our weekly podcasts for download. It's your favorite podcast platform. Search ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. That's ITHSW Podcasts, all one word, to find any of our shows. Subscribe, rate, and review the shows, or just tell a friend to help others find the podcast. Behind the Masks College Hockey West Live and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the Ice Time Hockey West. Very well done, my friend. I will say week two of the NCAA 2023-24 hockey season is now in the books. And we will move forward to week three. Our thanks to everybody here at the uh, Denny Sanford Premier Center. Of course, everybody at Augustana for correcting me when I can't get names wrong and all that. Uh, We always appreciate that. Uh, The place here has been great. I will be back many more times uh, starting in November. I'll see them on the road in Colorado. So uh, Augustana playing hockey, NCAA Division I hockey, and doing it the right way, start to finish. on and off the ice, and uh, two victories in a row right here in their quote-unquote temporary home. We'll say goodnight, little Roger Klein, Peacemakers, De Niro. Good night, everybody. Good night.